0: The following contest is scheduled for one fall with a 60-minute time limit. Making their way down the aisle, Carlos, Mark, Nick, and Remy, the Entrance Ramp Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entrance Ramp Podcast. I am your host, Nick Vega, alongside my co-host, Mark Lindsay.
0: Hey, everybody. How are you today?
1: And Carlos Rodriguez. Hey,
2: everybody. How are you doing?
1: We're going to switch it up this week. We're going to do um, uh, just a rundown of this week's shows and and just talk about the major topics in wrestling. Um, We're going to start with Friday Night SmackDown since it was the last show to happen before our show. I'll throw it over to our correspondent, Carlos Rodriguez.
2: All right, everybody. So, yeah, what are major happenings this week? Let's talk about first Mr. Money in the Bank. Otis. Guys... The impossible happened. This is the year of dreams. If you're a fat guy, <laughs> I mean, think about it. Think about from May to May last year, right? We had last May we had Bro Thor introduced to us in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have Fat Thor, and now we got Otis being Money in the Bank, and he has Mandy. How lucky is he? How lucky are we as chunky men with beards? <laughs> This is our year, guys. <laughs> this is it. Oh, oh yeah. Um. Oh, yeah.
1: I I like Otis. I really do. But I also think he has a ceiling.
2: Um, yeah. I, I think. We talked about he, this like off air. Like how random is his win?
1: It's very random, but it but it's also it's also you know like the hot thing at the moment. It was honestly one of the only things going for that whole money in the bank was Otis because of his ongoing thing with Mandy Rose, and it, it you know. It, I don't want to say he deserved it because I don't think he deserved it, but it but I, it makes sense, you know. Your company's at a standstill. There's no fan reaction here or there. You have to see what works and what could get over when fans do come back.
2: And- my, my only my only thing, not to, sorry to cut you off, Nick. It, it's just I love Otis. Don't get me wrong, and I just thought his storyline would make sense in a mid card title scene, right? Like the Intercontinental title, which we will touch upon in a little bit. It just, it's just—it's so strange to me, and I'm not saying it's—it's it's just I just can't think of where it goes. He's Mr. Money in the Bank. The per, the percentage of male Money in the Bank winners, like who win the type tit- the world title, it's 83. percent So he has a, like he has a good chance of winning a title, but I don't see that playing out. And like the only logical storyline I can think of. For him right is like he loses the money in the bank right we've seen it with damian sandow we've seen it with mr kennedy for various reasons um so he'll lose the briefcase but then who does he lose it to most likely Dolph ziggler right because he has that ongoing storyline since before wrestlemania but then does ziggler cash in on braun strowman
0: I, I think you're looking at this all wrong, Carlos. I think, first of all, let me just say that I had the ending of that match correct. You did, yeah. You really it, called
2: it. Like, that's so weird.
0: I thought that that was going to happen in the women's match, and that, that's how Nia Jax was going to win the Money in the Bank. I will say this. I would like to see, and I think we were talking about this through our text group, um, I would like to see him use it to cash in for a tag team title match. There's no there's no reason that he has to challenge for the world title. There's no reason that he has to challenge for the Intercontinental title. I know he's getting a push. I know he's part of that storyline. But what's going to happen with his partner? Is he the Shawn Michaels? I mean...
2: <laughs> see, that, that, I I, that if, I wish you guys could see my notes. Like, I, I should share them more often. Like, when I'm running down, like, SmackDown, I'll just, like, quickly jot stuff down, um, either on my phone or, like, I'll Google uh, Docs. And, like, a lot of times, like what the hell's going on with Tucker? He's definitely the Marty Jannetty, right, of this group. And that's like, I don't want to say that to Tucker. That dude is like super talented in the ring. Like he had these great matches with like Kofi and all this other stuff. I'm like, man, this guy can go. But like, it's obvious like night and day, like Otis is the star. And like, even in NXT, like I remember watching Heavy Machinery there and I was like, this dude Otis is cracking me up. He reminds me of like, one of my favorite comedians of all time is Chris Farley. Like I grew up like just watching nineties SNL and Black Sheep and Tommy Boy and Hell Beverly Hills Ninja. Like that humor is just like perfect for me. And that's what he is. And he's he's already stated it too. Like he's that's like his inspiration for like his Otis character. So like it hits all these like marks for me, but it's like I, I like I like your idea, Mark. It's just <sighs> Does that diminish the Money in the Bank then too? Because like Money in the Bank to me was like something special that got introduced, and I just love the the chaotic nature of the briefcase in the world title scene.
0: I don't think it diminishes it only because it's never happened before. Um, okay. You know, when is the let? Have we ever? I'm, correct me if I'm wrong. We can have our people in the back go look this up on Google. Has there ever been a winner of the, of the Money in the Bank that has used it for a tag team title opportunity? And I don't think no. it has.
1: No, no, and it's, it's already been world titles. Right.
0: So I think with with this, with this time, um, and he's a lovable character. And we all talked about it last week. You know, we kind of sense that maybe New Day has run its course, maybe that big E's gonna go on his own. Um, what better way to have that be the start of you know having a tag team toll change, you know, over the money in the bank? I just think that it there's better opportunity with that, you're not forcing Otis. Because the only other option is, like you said, have him lose that briefcase. And if you do that, that diminishes the value of money in the the bank.
1: I I think I'm viewing this a little differently than than the both of you. The way I'm – especially because of last night. I probably would have agreed with you before last night. But last night, there were two things that stuck out to me that – were very important. One, they talked about him being young and and like having a disability. That is very important because their main audience is geared towards children, especially children with disabilities. Showing you, hey, look, you can be like these superheroes on TV if you keep fighting. So like that, they can build that up. And and then secondly, um, it, I, I don't think he'll lose the briefcase. I think he'll lose the match. That. I think that's my second point is that he I think he'll lose the match because this thing with him and Mandy Rose is is important because they have to find a, a way to weave like Mandy Rose betraying him or either turning her full baby face. I'm assuming she's full baby face now because that's just the obvious. But is she going to remain a baby face? I don't know. Um. I, I really i really don't but, but I, I always I,
2: and to think of like the the offset of this too is that we're getting a lot of this storyline just because mandy and otis in real life are friends like in you know nine k they're actually really good friends they met in the performance center um it, otis honestly seems like that dude that you see on tv like he seems very lovable like he seems actually like super chill super awesome down for whatever like he was basically almost like a comedy guy and then Man, like he a joke between him and mandy about her instagram post you know like showing off like her like incredible finesse body like uh and, like how about i start like joking around like i'm your boyfriend and like all of us are like oh this is hilarious like oh this is comedy and then like they it keeps building up and building up and man it goes to vince mcmahon and is like hey can we start this storyline like this would be awesome and like he says yes like like Honest a lot of the guy like not in kayfabe, like Otis is like everything is just falling in place for this guy, and it's it's really awesome. And he, you're right, he's young. Like where where does he go?
0: Well, let me let me let me add this then. Let's none of us thought he would be world champion. So let's just throw it out there and let's give our opinions on that. What if they decide to pull the trigger? Do they have like um? They have the time? They, well, they have time, but do they do they do they actually change and invo- evolve the character? Like do they make? Oh yeah, like, like does he start slicking his hair back and wearing a suit?
1: Well, <laughs> know, just no, but, I, but I think he'll start talking instead of being like you know ducky like you know like he's got like a yeah. speech impediment type of thing. And it's funny because it's funny, not because he has the speech impediment, but just it's generally funny. So and he'll see like
0: the twenty twenty version of JBL because remember JBL yeah. was for being uh, you know one half of the um what
1: Apoc- APA right? yeah the APA hey, thank you and and, and, and then he
0: becomes this like million dollar man with. Like I, from I yeah, a rough,
1: really tough Texan drinker who would you know beat somebody up for twenty bucks so he can get another shot of whiskey to, I'll show you how to make twenty million dollars in a stock investment and I'm better than you and then like we won't talk about the Mexican border patrol, man, you know stuff that <laughs> Trump loves. But
2: well, two thousand three, crazy time, man.
1: <laughs> we'll go ahead and take that, but, but other than that, it, it's a t- it's total one eighty and and I'm not saying that Otis needs to do a one eighty, but if he talks. And shows that he doesn't like to be bullied, like because he kind of like comes off as someone who could be bullied by other opponents. You know, he's not he's not in the same stratosphere as Braun Strowman of being like I'm bigger than you because he's bigger than most of his other competitors. But him being short diminishes like the whole aspect of him being bigger. So so you know, and another point I want to bring up is last night he tried to get Braun Strowman like not really, but he showed an inkling. Because Mandy Rose came down, and, you know, Braun, I mean, anybody would be distracted by Mandy Rose. So, like, you know, she's coming down the ring. He's staring, and and Otis is going like this. And, like, he's nowhere near him. He's maybe, like, a whole foot behind him. But, he, you know, but Braun looks back and sees him. He's like, okay, I see what you're doing. That shows he's smart. That shows he's not a moron that he's being portrayed as on television. So mm-hmm. that, that I, I, like I said, I don't see him winning because there's just so many elements. Bray Wyatt is the endgame. That's the end. The fiend is the end game. He's the moneymaker. You're not keeping him out of the title picture for at least another six months. So I don't I don't see Strowman losing immediately either.
2: Yeah, I mean it, it, he could hold it. Like it's just a year, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You can technically hold it till like May next year. And that that's only the time period for that. And then the other thing too is uh to, to kind of piggyback on what you were saying, Nick. I saw something on uh I believe it was Reddit, uh Square Circle Reddit and Someone mentioned like, uh, this just a cool idea they just shot out there. It was like, how about they I- incorporate Mandy's real life degree? Mm-hmm. She has a degree in like, um, s- like speech therapy. Like she has like like a master's or something. Oh in. wow! But, like how you about you that, bring that in? That. Right
1: now, now that that would if she transforms him into a, a you know a formidable you know world champion that Vince yeah. would like. I'm sure none of us would mind if you won the world title. We'd look at it side-eyed a little bit, eh, but whatever.
2: And let's throw this out there, too. Does Mandy almost seem like a um, like a like like the 2020 version of Trish Stratus? Like that eye candy, but at the same time, she can go in the ring?
1: Eh, I don't know yet, because I haven't seen... I mean, I understand what you're saying, because Trish wasn't like you know a world-beater when she first started. She was kind of sloppy and whatnot, and then she became one of the best. I don't know if the drive is the same or, you know, even the the opponents because the pool was so much more diminished back in Trish's day as opposed to today. Like it's easy to get overlooked in that yeah. woman's division. Yeah, um, I, did,
2: I feel like we have like a with Sonya and her. Oh, pardon me. Um, not that it's like super similar, but we have something where it could be built like a Trish and Lita. Yeah,
1: you know, no, right? for sure. For sure. I, I Listen, t- to me. The number one person coming out of this, besides obviously Otis with the Money in the Bank briefcase, is Sonia Deville. The way she's talking and cutting her promos and acting, I love it.
2: And yeah, like everyone's getting like a, a time to shine on this one, like they they definitely are. Like like everyone is 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 it's kind of everyone's benefiting from this storyline, which is, is very. I mean, other than I guess Dolph Ziggler, I don't not, and that's not I, even a diminished
1: like. Like I like Dolph Ziggler, but he's gotten his opportunities, and he's at a, a point where he's a, a main event player. Like a he's a B plus kind of guy, you know, A minus kind of guy. I'm not trying to like Daniel Bryan him. Oh, but that's, it, true. that's
0: <laughs> Daniel Bryan him from. I was like,
1: okay, but that's, but that's the way Vince probably views him. He's 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 safe at you know in the ring. He's re- dependable. He could show up for his events. Um, but he's also won the world title, and no one's giving a crap. He can go right back into being a tag team with uh, Bobby Roode once he can come back from Canada, and um, you know they can go after the. The tag belts. There's, there's like five or six teams in SmackDown that have good chances to, you know, switch those titles every week.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you know, I want to, I want to pivot from this too. Um, I know the bell rang, but uh, I know we before we started uh, recording, we wanted to talk about this. Um, so let's start with, Sami Zayn has been stripped of the Intercontinental title. There has been a tournament announced. Um, So the brackets that we have here, um, just to talk about the first round, Daniel Bryan with Drew Gulak, where Daniel Bryan won. Uh, Next week, we have Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. The winner of that takes on Daniel Bryan. Um, Elias versus King Corbin. Elias won, continuing that kind of storyline. They'll face whoever wins next week's uh, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura in the semifinals. Um, I mean, those four matches, just first round alone, I mean, like last night, Daniel Bryan and Drew like, put on a clinic like they always do. Um, they're perfect dancing partners. But besides all these incredible matches for this title that needs more relevance in WWE, what are your thoughts on Sami Zayn being stripped?
0: I don't like it. And, and, and I don't like it because, um, like we had mentioned off air, WWE will not mention COVID-19. They will not bring it up. Uh, it's almost like a curse word, like, do not say this, you know. But meanwhile, we're supposed to just ignore the fact that there's no fans in the stands. We're supposed to ignore the fact that we haven't seen Roman Reigns. We're supposed to ignore the fact that we had, you know, Sami Zayn lives in Canada. He can't travel to Florida to defend the title, so that's why they're taking it off of him. And if I'm saying, you know, look, it sucks. But if they had put this into a storyline, like, like, imagine the cocky Sami Zayn saying, Look at what I have here, and you can't get it because I'm socially distancing. And if they had made that a storyline, it would have been huge.
2: Yeah, he could put himself over in that in that sense as well, too. And all they had to do is mention it. And it almost seems – I don't know who who's responsible for it, but did you find it odd in AEW Dynamite this week that Jericho mentioned COVID-19, mentioned coronavirus? Like, he mentioned it multiple times, and it's almost like – uh like a smack in the face of Vince, be like oh it's definitely it a bit we gotta yeah. talk about it oh. because why are the young bucks not here you know well, like why are people here that's why those companies these companies are like you
1: know separating themselves little by little because you're seeing more you know AEW being towards the real and then is more fantasy booking you know like this world doesn't exist you know what's going on but we're not going to talk about it um I, I I disagree with it as well, but not on the same level as you guys because I understand it. The belt has to be more prevalent, like I mentioned off-air, yeah. than the wrestler. I need to see that belt. That belt okay. is brand-new.
0: I got two words for you, Nick. Brock Lesnar.
1: Yeah, yeah. Why does Brock Lesnar do I, I, You know
0: the what saying? Somewhere. I'm saying? I'm not but comparing I'm, Sami Zayn to Brock Lesnar. What I'm saying is that world title was defended so infrequently when Brock no. Lesnar held it.
2: I mean, and as well, look at this. We have Jordan Devlin, you know, being not basically stripped from the He's title.
1: The stripped, but but not really though, because they put the word interim, which was smart. That was, which, that, and was and that was the most ideal be thing. Title. They should put the word interim. Have a have a unification match, mm-hmm. and with, with Sami Zayn. But but obviously that can't happen now. But the door is still open for Zayn to come back and be like, hey, I never lost the belt. And then you know his whole gimmick is being the liberator and the way you can view it is from his side or from the outside looking in from the outside looking in, he's just a loud mouth that doesn't do anything and tries to win. You know, he won the intercontinental title. And then, but from the inside, you know, he, he's pretty much getting all these bad things happen to him, you know, from like the Saudi shows to this, and he still overcomes it. So like, you, you can look at it at that way, and side with him. So so when he comes back, he can be a tweener. He doesn't even have to be a full heel. I mean, I'm sure he'll be a full heel because he probably seems like he's in, he enjoys that. But I can see him being a tweener and coming back. And the way this is panning out, I'm, I'm just going to throw my prediction out there. I see Daniel Bryant winning this tournament and him facing um Sami Zayn because they they have a history. So I can I, 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 I see that continuing.
2: Yeah, and I like, I like the idea of the interim. Like uh, the... it it gives a real sports feel to, you know, pro wrestling in that sense that Jordan Devlin can't come to America to defend the title. So he can't even defend it in the UK because they they have Mark Andrews and stuff that can, like, go and other cruiserweights over there. But in in that sense, yeah, make it an interim title. And then you can have Devlin as – he's already, like, a heel in the sense of, you know, NXT and everything. So have him be like, I never lost the belt. This is still my belt. I'm gonna hold on to this belt because it is mine. Whoever gets, whoever wins the tournament is fake, and I'll beat you when I when I can to prove. Well, it. same thing. Yeah, it's just it's just it, it's just a short sightedness of Vince in this sense, and also it, it does like the, all the reports coming out is that there was a memo that went out when all this broke down was, hey, if you can't wrestle or you don't feel safe, everything's okay. You will be paralyzed. Yeah. Yet here we go. Well,
1: yeah, yeah, That that like yet again, it shows the difference between AEW and WWE. AEW probably has writers that write four weeks of tapings for them, and they go and they follow that through. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Vince changes that shit on the fly. So, like, you know, that, yeah. that that's the difference. That, and, that, and, that's, and,
2: you know, we were I I kind of felt crazy to like speculating a lot a lot too. But look at Roman. Like Roman is actually getting taken out of history. Like when they showed Seth cashing in, that like he just cashed in on Brock. Like no, he didn't. He pinned Roman.
1: Because Vince girl. is petty, yeah. Vince is the pettiest promoter ever.
2: Like, but yeah, you're gonna do that. And like, I, I, I mean, I, I don't, I could you see Vince going being petty against Becky? It's <laughs> just bring another life. In eventually, ev- eventually, if she ain't back by. WrestleMania
1: next year, he'll be pissed.
2: Yeah, and, and and there's no guarantee. Like, look, look, she's being coached by by Cena and Rock because she's in their position, right? She's the man. Like she yes. is the top, she's the, she's top, the top star. star. Yes, and she's the top. He's she was on billions, the season premiere of billions. There's rumors that she's worked with Marvel already, if not mm-hmm. now that she already has plans to, I guess, after the baby's born. Um, which we'll talk about later. But, like, she is she is a star in the wrestling world, and now she might be a star in the mainstream world. And she has that, like, marketability. Like, she is charismatic. She's beautiful. She's an ass kicker. So why not, like, why stay in WWE? Well,
1: she could do the Cena and
2: Rock route, you know? she yeah, could. Run, I mean, that's perfectly fine. I mean, it, it would just be very short-sighted events, which is not...
1: I don't mean that cuz like, I don't think he'll freak out and treat, you know, Becky the same he would treat Sami Zayn for example, but it, it would be I think Vince would definitely be like, "Listen, I need you here at Mania so your face is all over the place and you can wrestle, you know, Baszler, Rousey, whoever, whoever, you know, you
2: Yeah, she she's a, she's a made man in, in, in the sense. Yeah, she's made. She's, she's... But also when you when you think of Roman, you would think made man, right? Like he and now He's not being mentioned. He's not. He's being edited it's, out of history. It's
1: different, it's different, though, because because you know, in Vince's eyes, Roman bailed on me. You know, when I needed him the most, I needed him at Mania. He bailed on me because because he was concerned about the Miz. You know that Becky Lynch didn't bail on him. Becky Lynch got pregnant. That's life. What you gonna do about that?
2: Yeah, it, it it's just crazy to think. Like, to, I would I would kind of want to be in in like. Vince's headspace to see what's in there. Like, oh, like know in there. what happened? Oh, you <laughs> don't want to be in there. It's like, let's also talk about the fact that Roman, uh, his wife is pregnant too now. So his wife's pregnant, which, you know, you become immune, suppressed, yeah. and then everything is going on. And then he's a cancer survivor twice over. Like, I wouldn't be anywhere near any of this stuff. And, no. it just, like, I, I want to see what happens when he comes back. Like, how is he booked? What's gonna happen? Because if it's a what's slow, because like? you gotta reintroduce him to the crowd and things like that. Or what's, what's his contract like? I, I mean, but he has a chance. Like we have the chance that like Roman Reigns could almost be like the new CM Punk.
1: Ro- Roman Reigns could fuck up the whole wrestling world and jump ship if he really wanted to. I'm not
2: saying that he would, and, and that's yeah. called, or he could just stop. Let's not. Forget was- he's in movies too. There's a Yeah. New- movie that just came out he's in he, he's getting promoted in. He was in Hobbs and Shaw with, with his cousin. He you know he speared somebody.
1: If he ain't mentioned him before
2: <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna try to get Fast and Furious mentioned every time I can on this show. <laughs> so we'll, we'll,
1: Mark make him a make him a board. We'll like we'll, a chat each each week you know how many times he mentioned <laughs> Fast and Furious.
2: Um it's, it's just like uh it's it's Dominic Toretto's uh cross like that's the marker <laughs>
1: Um, so we're going to go ahead and uh, we'll jump ship uh we'll you know we'll we'll just talk about what's going on in the world of uh, AEW. Um Mark you you covered AEW so you want to go yeah, ahead I and take over?
0: I think um you know we're going from a real life situation with the uh Sami Zayn stripping of the title to a storyline which is good old fashioned pro wrestling and uh this past week on AEW um it was announced that there will be a stadium stampede match uh, at double or nothing between the elite and the inner circle. Uh, so it looks like it It still won't be blood and guts. They're still building up to that, I believe, which is smart. Um, and they're, they're still showing that there is some hate there. Uh, we don't know. I mean, I'm assuming the Young Bucks will be involved, but we don't know that for sure yet. Um, they haven't really announced the participants, but Young Bucks are elite, so I would assume that they're going to be part of it. But from a st- storyline point, Look, that tag team match at the end of AEW, the street fight where Sammy um, Sammy Guevara gets run over by the golf cart, Kenny Omega jumps off of a, of, a, of a lift. It is it was phenomenal that show last week, and if they go into the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium, which I don't know the name of, and they brawl all over the field, the stands, the booths, it is going to be fun. And it's going to be, part of me, the, the conspiracy theorist that I am, thinks that this was in response to the money in the bank through the tight tower and how poorly that was done, that now they're going to say, you know what, we're going to show them how it could have been done.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it, so uh, I'm assuming, uh, I think that you are as well, that uh, it's going to be pre-taped. Yeah, that, that was that was my, my thought when, when he mentioned, like, how Jericho broke down the match after defeating Pineapple Pete. Rest in peace, Pineapple Pete. <laughs> uh, and
0: Pineapple Pete got some offense in for about yeah. 30
2: so. Honestly, yeah. That's how, how Kofi should have lost. That's seconds his life. <laughs> that's literally how Kofi should have lost his title last October when <laughs> Brock beat him. Like, he should have got some offense in and then just got, like, F5 that out of like, nowhere. 5 out of nowhere. okay, yeah, you won. Uh, and I'm right. sorry,
0: Carlos, I don't want to cut you off because I know that you're making a great point, but the fact that... They, they 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 put pineapple pete over for a split second they gave him some offense mm-hmm. they built him up as a character because of Chris Jericho but they also showed the devastation of the Judas effect so yep. they put two things over in that match pineapple Pete yep. and the Judas effect and that's how you book wrestling in 2020.
2: exactly like that, that again just to go back on the that that's how that should have been booked in Smackdown in October. Like, we've mentioned it multiple times. Like when we bring up that Kofi loss, like just some off, like a trouble with paradise. He could have did what drew did just right, like, right off the bat. Like, <laughs> I already had. Yeah. They and yeah. They they me, yeah. Whatever. Like we knew it was, available. but yeah, the, the stadium match. Yeah. You're right. It has something. It, it has an ability to be something special, you know, and especially if they pre-tape it, like why not pre-tape it, have it ready, and just just put it out there, like as this piece of content at the end of like double uh, well, or
1: They got Matt Hardy. So if anybody knows about pre tape matches, is that guy? So
2: yeah, yeah. Let's not forget that Jeremy Borash like worked on those those house Hardy things. But it was also Matt. Like Matt is actually he's very yeah. in the wrestling world. And when it comes to these like cinematic feels, like I, I think he doesn't get he doesn't get enough credit. Um,
0: I do not want a cinematic match. Mm-hmm. I do not want a cinematic match. I want a well thought out. I want what Money in the Bank should have
2: been. Gotcha. Which, yeah. You
0: no, know, they had hints of it, but then they 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 went to a food fight. They went all this garbage that Money in the Bank was. I want brother love. <laughs> yeah, brother love taking a deuce. At least he washes hands.
2: <laughs> That's true.
1: I was like, I was waiting that whole time. I'm like, please, for the love of God, wash your hands. Just don't walk out of the fucking bathroom.
2: I like I that Raven. Raven has seen a lot of weird shit, babe. <laughs> he had a weird 24 hours. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yeah, gonna,
2: I, I like that. I like that idea. Like, but yeah, I, not. In a, but like a pre-taped sense for me, like that you can just go crazy, like yeah, show whatever, and Matt Hardy can switch it's characters. Like, I,
1: I, if if it's pre-taped, I definitely see a whole cinematic thing. Oh, like, I, I hate to brush. I hate to brush a bubble. No, but like, no. please. Well, I don't think we're gonna follow like Samuel Guevara like in the bathroom. It won't be, like, be like Money in the Bank because I think the way it'll start is a basic normal match in the ring and then it'll spill out there to the stadium. That's at least what I hope it's going to be like. I hope they just don't start yeah. in the stadium.
0: They'll be dropping the ball if they don't start on the 50-yard line. 50-yard line! Come
1: on! <laughs> Could be 50-yard line. Have, have, them, have them be like football players where they all lay on the ground, and then they get up and try to
2: tackle each other. Yeah, and, and <laughs> to bring up the Bucs thing, I, I think they are going to be part of it. I, at least my my thinking will be because they mentioned BTE. Uh, Jericho mentioned BTE. Um, content in this promo uh, for the the stadium brawl because he's mentioned that like the bucks are off and like like Rancho Cucamonga doing whatever. Paige is it in the woods getting drunk? It's all stuff that we've seen if you watch BTE. Like that that was our updates for these three characters and the one schlubby Jackson brother, which I guess that's me. I'm the Jackson, I'm, <laughs> it, it, well, that's who we get to look up to. <laughs> it's, it's like there's a third brother. Oh, he doesn't look like them at all uh <laughs> he didn't get the looks uh but yeah like i i think we have something we it's going to be special i think it's going to be a really good match and and i mean talk about AEW just going for the fences man like we had that we have uh i wanted i wanted to speak of they got another wwe hall of famer to present another title which i know it sounds funny to say it but like dude the baddest man on the planet like mike tyson who loves wrestling is going to present the TNT title. Like, think of TNT and sports, right? In general. That's that's big money, right? Like, they had the NBA and all this other stuff. Then think of Mike Tyson, like one of the best boxers ever. And then, like, it, it gives more legitimacy to the title and to this brand in TNT and into AEW. Oh, yeah, this so like really gives a big for, sports feel, like, to the yeah. this, this company.
1: He's a major star. Um, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I feel like more and more AW each week becomes WCW a little bit. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, the, right by the right way, right
2: right, right. not in a bad
1: way, not in a bad way, like the good Nitro days. But I also see like Dennis Rodman might be coming through soon, and you know, tag teaming with somebody, I could definitely see nah, that.
2: Rodman was Gronk. He was wrestled <laughs> <so> Gronk.
1: <laughs> Rodman's a trillion times better than Gronk on the mic <laughs> in the ring. Gronk is still cringe. Like I, I look at him and I'm like, yeah, this screams WWE. Like, what a dork!
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, how, what, Dad Nelson? What did that do for you guys? Like, hearing that, like, I, it's not like huge because he's just presenting like, it. It's, it's, it's huge in the sense of like I said, uh,
1: sports star power. Mike Tyson can go on Sports Center any day of the week, especially now, and be like, yeah, I'm gonna be on Saturday. I'll be at AEW's Double or Nothing. You know, check it out. Pay per view. They will immediately put them on on TV.
2: Yeah, and, and I don't know if he's friends with anybody. Like I, I, but if you saw behind the stage for Double or Nothing last year, um, I think it was like BT stuff. He was there. He was backstage, and he was like um, watching all the spots. He's like, oh man, this shit's crazy. Like like talking I, to. I him, guarantee like, you. I guarantee you, the person behind all of this is Tony Khan,
1: because he's rich. And who do celebrities like hanging out with? Rich people, people that aren't famous but have way more money than they do.
2: And that, I could you yeah, he could pull the money the money angle, but let's not forget that he. I mean, for real, like Tyson is a fan of wrestling. Like he legit is a no, fan. No, no,
1: no, no. no, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's not a fan, but I'm. But you were asking who does he know backstage, and I'm, I'm just saying that that might be the person who like called him and said, "Hey, listen, you know, I, I obviously I run AEW now, and you know we have this new belt coming out." We would like you to present it. And he probably was like, Yeah, sure. I love wrestling.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, it's weird to, in my head, like to think of like this Hall of Fame caliber boxer presenting a, a world, like a, a new title in a, in a wrestling promotion. But like, it's not a, like, it is a cash grab for I'm sure for Tyson, but it's not yeah. in the sense for us as wrestling fans. Like, he, we know he's legit. Like, that, that also lends credence to it. Like, that's, that's the crazy thing. Like, it, it lends credence it. And same thing, but, like, for me, at least, like, knowing, and like, like, I love Congo stuff, so I love Arrow. And, like, seeing Stephen Amell come out with Cody, like, if you watch WWE and AEW and ROH, you know that Stephen Amell is legit, like, a wrestling fan. Like, he has a new show coming out called Heels about a wrestling family. He loves wrestling. He's wrestled a couple matches. He's, like, two and one in his pro wrestling career <laughs> as a, as an actor, like, you know, like when you see him, it's like, it's not a cash grab. It's not like my celebrity friend. He's a wrestling fan. Like he's like us. So it, it just helps.
0: I um, have a different opinion on the Mike Tyson thing. I, I don't dislike it. I think it's a huge name. Um, there's a sliver of me that thinks that, AEW is trying to outdo WWE or repeat a lot of the things that they've done, but it's a sliver. I don't really think, I don't put too much credit behind that. Um, as a uh, as an old school wrestling fan, I for one would love to them have gone out to try to get Sting. Uh, Sting, uh, his, his current WWE contract is over. Um, there's a lot of Sting and Cody interaction on Twitter. And I think Sting would have been a great grab there's a lot of history, if you go back to 1992, at Halloween Havoc, between Jake Roberts and Sting, uh, and maybe you kind of like have, whoever wins, you could have an interaction with Roberts and Sting at the end of the presentation. Um, that's just me. Uh, Mike Tyson's a big name, and like Carlos said, he's the kind of guy that can go on ESPN and say, check this out, go on BleacherReport.com, pay $40, watch the pay-per-view, uh, I'm going to be presenting the belt and maybe I'll do more than present the belt. And then you're going to get all the people to tune in.
1: Here's another thing too. Here's a caveat within a caveat. Mike Tyson just unretired. He is coming back to box. So he's, he's, you know, I, that's major news. You know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see him really boxing for world championships. At least I hope not. Cause I, I don't want to see, I, like, I really don't see a 52 year old man fight a 20 eight-year-old, you know, 32-year-old Tyson Fury. How, how old was George Foreman when he made his comeback, you know? so okay. yeah. I feel you, but George Foreman was also, like, six foot five. My taste is, like, five nine. Like, I, yeah. I just –
0: Tyson is the Michael Jordan of
1: boxing, so I, I, I would – I don't know if you know Michael Jordan. I think Muhammad Ali is the Michael Jordan of boxing, but mm-hmm. – I, I think that's a little better.
2: Are we going to start a boxing <laughs> podcast? I mean, I mean, agree, agree to disagree, <laughs> but
1: sure. I, I, I mean, I, I guess, uh, no, I, don't, I can't call Tyson. I think,
0: <laughs> I think overall, no. Seriously, overall, Muhammad Ali is the greatest boxer. Yeah. Um, Mike Tyson, for a very, <laughs> from 86 to 90, he was probably just the. Unstoppable. If you take those four years uh, against the four best years of Muhammad Ali, it's a lot closer than I think you would give it credit for.
1: Yeah. Oh no no no! I'm not saying that those like if you you know minimalize it into four years. I'm just saying overall, like yeah. I, I, I'm looking I, at. I, like, I agree. Agree. But, but I mean, Tyson's like one of the greatest boxers ever. Don't no, I'm not getting that twisted either. He's definitely top three, top five in a lot of people's pools.
2: But yeah, having an active competitor in that in that space, who's coming back, making a big comeback, and presenting that title. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting.
1: I would also, okay. I, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but also for Mark's point about staying before I forget, um, I, w- I would hope they hold off until the fans come back, because when the fans come back and and he shows up, the place is gonna lose their mind. Mm-hmm. That's like, true. Especially if they do something that's cool, like take his old uh, theme song and, and and
2: use it as opposed to the new theme song that WWE gave him. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a good. I'm, my 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 point was just going to be something dumb, like it's just something personal with them to see how you guys feel about it. But I I hate like we're probably going to see this title like the day of double or nothing, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. They want to see
2: it now. Cody, just
0: Cody has <laughs> demanded that it not be shown before the event.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. I want it spoiled. I want to see it so bad. I'm like such I'm a fan. Of
1: if I'm Cody, I got that in my basement. In a briefcase that no one knows the combination, not even my wife. It's Pharaoh. just Pharaoh. It's just Pharaoh. Pharaoh knows it. That's it. <laughs> you know, QT maybe, because he, he looks like he can keep secrets.
2: <laughs> yeah, he ain't that, does doesn't he? Yeah, but, I, I, I'm just a fan of titles that I really want to see this thing, man. Because, like, I, like, I, I it's rarely we've, we've seen a title. Well, AEW's world title, like, when I first saw it, I was like, wow, I was like, blown away. I was like, this is really awesome. But, like, Nick will tell you, like, I, I was like not a fan of some of the more recent title like show like the North American title. I was not a fan of at first, and it took like a couple months. I'm like, I love the belt now. I was
1: a okay. fan. I was a fan from day it was one. Day one. I remember I that. Like I, I I like, like, I like. I like really belts different colors. If you, if your if your belt is red or blue or black, I don't give a crap. I mean, green should never be a color of a belt, but for some reason, it's the twenty four seven because it's a joke title. So I I I take that. You know, I'm like whatever with a grain of salt. But like. Having that like burgundy or like you know a, a different color like that on a belt is interesting. Just yeah, like uh yeah, you know, title, yeah. the Hemp yeah, title, yeah. you know the Smoke and Skull title, like they're all cool because they're different, they're unique.
2: Yeah, even. I'm definitely a fan. I, I'll, I don't think I'll ever be a fan of the Universal. <laughs> like I like that as blue because I just like the color blue, but like the red one initially, I was like, oh god, no. Why? Oh no, god, no, that was that was bad. Um, yeah. I mean, like AEW, was, like was let's just talk about the fact that it was solid again. Yeah, it was, I, I, was,
1: I was just about to jump in like, real quick because because the bell went off. But but real quick, I mean, you got the whole thing with Brody Lee going on with uh, John Moxley, you know, him coming out with the AEW title and Moxley like searching
2: for it, yeah, so calling that, himself the uh, the champion.
1: That right
0: there has proven to me that there's no chance in hell Brody Lee goes over. So I'm okay with it now.
2: Yeah, yeah, I (laughs) somehow too, right? Like, because you still build up Brody Lee. Like, it's not, it's not anything wrong, and I don't think that.
1: I'm not not a fan of disqualifications for title matches, but this might be one of the exceptions where, if the whole Dark Order comes out and just stomps John Moxley into oblivion, and like, I mean, literally destroys Moxley and takes him off TV for a whole month, that will be fine for me because Brody Lee would still be looked at as a feared, you know, monster, and and then and then you can go
2: along how you want to go along but i mean last question before we move on I, I what do you guys think where do you put that that match on the card second to last put second to last right that's what i was thinking so I mean, the match end, right because yep. that's going to be crazy as shit like so just go crazy on that one and then yeah. on even it doesn't matter if the elite win or inner circle win like just end because no matter what i think us as fans are going to be pleased with the ending like it's going to be crazy and we're like damn that was nuts like Matt Hardy literally got impaled. Like, you know, whatever. Like, like, whatever. (laughs) I think we as fans are going to be like, go home happy. So I think it it seems like AEW is really, especially with Cody, like at the helm, like, are all about making the fans go home happy.
0: Did I miss the rules for the match? Did they announce the rules yet?
2: I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I I mean, we could, can we also just talk about, can we pour one out for Vanguard (laughs) 1? <laughs> I think lasted TNA, WWE, it could not last. It was like I've gone too many promotions. It's <laughs> <is> my time. <laughs> now we need Vanguard too with like a like a chain minigun on the bottom.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say have some some sort
2: of uh well they're we gonna <laughs> show transformers after <laughs> HP, right? The bigger one of the transformers. <laughs>
1: All right. When is that? When is that stadium match? May twenty third. Yeah. That, that double 23rd. or nothing. Yeah. yeah. So wait, wait—is Cody double
2: double time in it? Mm. Cause he
1: got the match with Lance Archer, so I'm assuming he's double time in this.
2: No, nah, you know what? Probably what happen is Paige young actually Bucks. does come back. Nick comes back, and then we have Matt. That will that will secure Just up
1: any five of them though, right? Hardy, the Young Bucks. Page and Omega? Okay, yeah, that, that, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, All right. Or, there you go. All
0: right. Maybe we'll find out more this week and we can talk about it next week. Oh.
2: Yeah, exactly. yeah, next week we'll your prediction. All right, well, we'll switch games What happened and, uh, on
0: NXT, Nick? What, what, what happened on NXT this week? I didn't watch it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, I was like 50-50 because I was going back and forth between
2: uh, NXT and AEW. I'm, I'm sure you'll edit that out. But... No, no, why? <laughs> no, it's I, dude, It's so hard to keep up, especially with both of them being so good. It's like, it feels like Monday Night back in the day. Like, uh, like I'm watching Nitro. I'm like, oh did you see what happened? I'm like, no, I was watching Nitro because they had like Dean Maliko versus Eddie Guerrero. Well, I <laughs> so mean, I missed the crazy thing to have with Mankind. I, I,
1: I guess we'll start off with the fact that, that we have new tag team champions in NXT. Um, we the NXT, uh, new tag team champions are Imperium. Um, I don't remember these gentlemen names because they're so like generic. Maybe uh, and- Eichner. 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 That's a and, and Marcel Barthel.
2: Marcel Barthel, yeah. Barthel? yeah. Barthel. yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, okay. See, I don't even
1: they 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 kind of like stuck out like goons to me, but they definitely had a great match. Um kind of like a... Well, those four a- are just
2: like hard hitting, right? Like yeah, those like, four to do crap the- out the- of you, like four wrestlers, man. But, but um yeah. That was, like, a self-contained storyline, though, that whole night. Like, having Thatcher be, like, I'm done with you. And then, like, more backstage segments. And then actually having a match at the end of the night. It was like, damn. Like, you guys told a whole story in two hours.
1: (laughs) It was only a matter of time before Thatcher, you know, like I said, yeah, I don't understand why he's fighting as a tag team champion when he's not really the tag team champion. Yeah, but he works I, really well
2: as a heel, man. Like it, I, I saw, I've, I've seen like highlights of his indie work, and like apparently he's, he's been a heel a lot. But yeah, he's very methodical in his yeah. uh, his match. Growth. His match was deep, was really good against Matt Riddle, but like they they've had a rapport in the indies. Apparently, I, I heard a report that like they they wrestled a couple times. I
1: guess my question for you guys is basically. With the, the
2: belt being on Imperium, do we see Imperium start to
1: take over NXT in general? Because that seems like what their whole angle is, is that we're going to take over NXT, not just the UK. We've already done that with the whole NXT.
0: Well, they had the uh, Undisputed Era and Imperium in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're, they're very wisely. They, they had them cross paths and then kind of took the attention away. And now it looks like they're swinging back around. Um and I think that has to be the ultimate ending: is to bring those two factions together again. Um, and, and I'll enjoy the ride. I'll enjoy watching it. And um, those guys can go.
2: So, yeah, and yeah. you can keep both factions healed as well. That that that's a good thing because they have separate, like they have separate goals, right? Like uh, for Undisputed Era, everything's about like them, them, them. We're taking over. We're doing all this stuff, and for Imperium. Like, their goals are, are, are set in the fact that the ring is sacred, right? Like, this this space, this this four, like, however, however long their, their, like, ring is, this space <laughs> is sacred. I, I don't know what it's like for, like, whatever the dimensions are. Uh, the WWE ring. But, um, like, the, the ring is sacred. The mat is sacred. So that's easy. You can keep them heal. You can also have them go against on the speed air. Like, you guys are going to <laughs> rush out. You guys are going too crazy. It's time to be serious about this. You're not taking this serious. Like, and we'll show you. Yeah, definitely. It's
1: 20 by 20, by the way.
2: For 20 20. Yeah. um, I, you know what I you know, I watched I listened to the New Day podcast, and then like Kofi got confused, and like they were making fun of him, and then I just kept thinking about like they were making fun of Kofi for not knowing like how how what a standard WWE ring is. Definitely.
1: Uh, So I guess we'll just talk about the main event then, because that just goes hand in hand with the beginning of of NXT with, you know, Timothy Thatcher and Matt Riddle losing the belts and then having a match. Um, Do we see this continuing for several weeks until Pete Dunne comes back? Or is that whole tag team with Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle just going to be, you know, dust in the wind, essentially?
2: I'm sure it's dust in the wind, but I I think you can at least build a storyline between the three. Um and, or like have Thatcher like whenever the storyline's done with Riddle, if everything's back to normal-ish in the world, he can go to NXT UK and be like and, and go up to Dumb like you put me with this dude, like you you're, that's not like you, and then like kind of like they could have a feud for a couple months too.
0: I, I concur.
2: Yeah. Um <laughs> 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 i feel like uh, for Nick someone... second, we were just waiting for like the uh the old kind tie indeed
1: um <laughs> 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 uh, yeah that sounds like a great idea between uh dunn and thatcher after matt riddle maybe he disposes of riddle in at uh, the nxt in your house which is you know coming out now um I can see him, you I'm know, so having a match. I was
2: so, so happy. I've mentioned it before. Like, I understand why everyone's like, why this pay per view? Like, Mark, I agree with you. Like, why? I, I, for but- one, I, for one, was is,
1: I'm too young to really enjoy any of the In Your House pay per views because they kind of died by the time I started really getting into wrestling
2: around 98, 99. So I clearly remember I, I was so upset as a kid. I didn't get to go to In Your House Mind Games. That was in uh.
0: I was was there, yeah. When the birthday
2: center at the time, right? Yeah. And
0: ECW showed up between the. Dude, I was
2: was watching it live. Don't get me wrong. Like I, we rented it on pay per view, but I was like, like I was young enough to be like legit, almost in tears, (laughs) and my mind be like, dude, like we don't got money. (laughs) Like I don't
0: know. I'll I'll say it for the podcast. I have no problem with them bringing back Money in the Bank. I just quit. Aren't Money in the Bank. Um, (laughs) But I I question why not other shows. I mean, here we are. And- I agree. Like I mean, there's so many
2: legacy shows that have like uh, more of a lasting effect. This was definitely like a nostalgia, and I kind of see it from like the DX. sorry to cut you off, Mark. Like the DX, but, like when they like the three people who announced it. Like all three of them had a match at the first in your house ever, mm-hmm. and like it, it has positive memories. Like kind of in in is that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that when WWE started expanding to having more, like, because they had spread out pay-per-views, right? It wasn't every month back in the day. Every
0: four. They had every four months they had a pay-per-view. Then okay. they put in your house to kind of be in between.
2: In, in between, right? It, 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 how was this uh just aside, side. How was the pricing for them back in the day? Like
0: 1995, it was a two-hour uh, pay-per-view. So it was cheaper. Uh, yeah. So it, well, it was two hours versus yeah your two hours for your big show. Okay. And it was 1995. I, I, I wonder
2: my mom had no problem. Just like I, didn't, 70 40 bucks.
0: I didn't rent or buy all of the in-your-houses or, or until I got that wonderful cable box that was this magic. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> was, uh, a, a lot of those uh, in-your-house shows were really built on one match. Like, yeah. You know, kind of like to continue a storyline. Um, and then you kind of had a, a, a decent undercard. It wasn't until... Maybe 96, 97, when In Your House kind of just really started picking up momentum and they kind of became must, uh, must see shows. Um, just to- one of the
2: big ones that like stick out in my head, I was like, obviously, mind games because I like I remember the logo, like I remember the mankind, like with the skull, it was like weird 3D art. But what's the one like, like British Bulldog and Shawn Michaels, right? Is that the one where like the power cut out or something?
0: Uh, that was so. That was a Savio Vegas Stone Cold, ma- um, bull rope match or something. Oh my God! Yes, I think it was British Bulldog and Bret Hart. I I want to think it was those two guys going. Oh no, no, it was Michaels and Yeah, you're right, Shawn Michaels and and Davey Boy Smith.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, like I had like I had these like weird jumble memories because it's like it's so early. Like my <laughs> yeah, yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like I like I clearly remember the set. So like. When it hit, I remember texting you guys. I was like, "Yo, this is so exciting!" And then you were like, "Why not other ones?" And you're right. Like, why not other ones? There's more that have history. Like, why are we like a Great American Bash? Like, that should make sense. Like, that should be clear as day. Like NXT Takeover, Great American Bash, like or the American Bash, like something like that. But I don't know, man. It's something about seeing the fight and like in your house, and just it clicked. Like that was a part just, of my brain, and I was weird, like, "Yeah, I'm in." It I'm,
1: is. I'm not, I'm not. I mean, I was born in the '90s, but I'm. I'm. I'm not obviously a consumer of '90s. You know, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, pop culture. Yeah. Pop, I, I guess. Yeah. Pop culture. I'm. You know. I. I never had a beeper. And you know. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I don't. I heard heard. Oh, you had a beeper. Oh, I, I love it. <laughs> I I understand like the nostalgia of it. Um. So to switch gears real quick. Um. Finn Balor came back this week. And he fought, he fought uh, Cameron Grimes, um, and we found out that Damian Priest is the person that attacked him, or that's the supposed attacker. That's what he's he's taking claim to. So it seems like we're headed for a Damian Priest Finn Balor match at, at in your house. Um, how do you guys see this panning out in terms of Finn Balor's character? Do you see him just dominating Damian Priest, um, or does Priest need this W, and then they continue to feud like going into SummerSlam? Hmm,
0: yeah, I, I, I think Damian Priest lost a lot of momentum coming out of that North American title picture. So I think you gotta have you know we talked about it earlier where you don't like to see a disqualification finish, but I think you need to have um, Damian Priest get heat over Finn Balor.
2: Yeah, you think like like a best of three?
0: Sure, yeah, or, sure. or just have like a standard match first, and then make it like a, a pin falls count anywhere or something like no
1: no DQ. Yeah, I think I think we're all in the same boat that priest needs the rub more so than anything else. Um yeah. and and then afterwards Balor can sweep, you know, give him the gentleman sweep two two matches in a row. Um, but even mm-hmm. even more so show off a, a sadistic side to who the prince, you know, is I he needs Balor.
0: the rub. Damien priest needs the rub, but at the same time, you can't sacrifice the star power of Finn Balor. So you need yeah. to If
1: if it's wonky, well, like you said, if it's wonky, you know, disqualification or you know. Some cheating, you know, turnbuckle was removed. Yeah, this is know. this is
2: the one storyline like building up that I'm like, like when you mentioned like wh- who do you think will go over? This is the one of the ones I'm I'm like worried about because this is like the Finn Ice. Like we gotta make sure that like Damien gets over and that also that Finn stays the same. Like you can't sacrifice either. So disqualification finish could work in this sense, especially if it was from Damien. Like the Finn Balor won, but Damian, like beat the crap out of him. Like you could build that up, and that that that's that's strong in that sense. Yeah, my only sure. worry is, is Finn. Like you don't want him to look bad either.
1: Well, like like a verse, vice versa. Like he could cheat to win, and then Finn snaps afterwards.
2: Yeah, and he looks good. Yeah, he looks good
1: in in, in, in beating well, the crap out of him. well. That's the whole thing since he's come back to NXT is that he's just you know more dangerous. He's not the same fun loving Finn Balor. You know, he's yeah. Just- um, so we're going to go ahead and switch gears. We'll talk about, uh, uh, you know, Monday Night Raw a little bit and more so what's coming, you know, this week. Um, first things first, obviously, the the biggest news in all of wrestling is Becky Lynch is now a mom. Becky Lynch yep. is, you know, pregnant.
2: Um, I cried and- like a baby. I'm not even <laughs> going to joke. Like, I, I teared up. I'm, like, ever since having kids, I'm, like, the big softie. Not well, to it's, mention it's, a, it's, a,
1: it's a feel-good moment. It was a feel-good moment, yeah. and it was it was it was a feel good moment. It was a double turn, and it also, you know, shook up the world of like, whatever kayfabe is left in, in wrestling.
2: Um, I mean, it, not even kayfabe. Like she's the biggest star, yeah, right? Right? I mentioned on the top of the show. Like she is. She is, Her and Roman Reigns are the top top stars in WWE, and they're both gone because of pregnancies. In a way, I mean, like that's not really Roman's. Like that's that's uh, like also it's happening. Like he's he having was there. Yeah,
1: yeah, but yeah. Well, well, what, I, what I was getting at is basically was Seth. You know, it, it shakes it up because of Seth Rollins as well. We've never had an instance where two top stars, like if you look at, the, you know, the women's division and the men's division, Becky's number one. Seth is in the top four, top three. You know, he's, he's very important to that division. And this obviously will shake things up because they're going to both have to take time off. Obviously, Becky from here on out. So she's, you know, given birth. And obviously when she's about to give birth, up until you know, however many months, I'm assuming this will all come full circle. Wrestle WrestleMania next year because they're expected to have their kid in December, and I can see Vince trying to get both of them back in the ring by March, April.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it. We we I I can definitely see Seth coming back. I and, and well, I mentioned it earlier. I see him
1: staying until like November and then dipping. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Okay. From, like November to like January, February. But, but also we don't know what's going to happen, you know, once their kid is born, like, you know, God, God forbid, I'm not wishing anything like anybody or anything like that. But We don't know the intricacies of, you know, what happens when a, a kid is birth, you know, like, we don't know if they're going to have complications. We don't know if they're going to have yeah. issues, yeah. mental breakdowns, any of that stuff can happen.
2: Yeah. So I mean, it, com- coming from like, you know, as a, as a father too, like it's on the father side, like it, it's crazy, like um, especially if you're very active. Like I, um you know, I know there's not there's not not everyone is, but like for me, um, it was like it was crazy. Like I, my wife is amazing and strong and like a badass. Like I, I made the joke that like the only way you could take down like an Irish badass is to get her pregnant for a little bit, and even then they don't stop doing and being a badass because that's what my wife is like she's an Irish badass so but in in that sense like it, it's it's crazy like those days before during and after are like really weird man like you want to you want to make sure everything's okay for me it was like anxiety inducing like the whole pregnancy like I'm always I was on edge both times like I didn't want any complications and not that there were anything crazy but like like the fatigue kicks in and then like you want to make sure that she's all right and she's eating and, and all this stuff and then she's also very independent so she wants to make sure that she I could do whatever I could do this I could do that and then it kicks and she's like all right I'm done <laughs> your turn. Like yeah I got you. I'll take the rest of this. But like I, I could I I don't know like we I know nothing about Seth's personal life. Like I don't know what like I I just know he's adopted. That's it. And like he Recently, well, had found like siblings and stuff like that, like that, and which which is awesome. It's just I don't know anything of like how he is personally, which he kind of kept that quiet. Like we know Roman is like a family man, and we know from like stories from Renee that like like Moxley is actually like a big softy. So like we know those those sides of, of, of the Shield. I don't know much of Seth like in his personal life, so it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. And I, I'm I'm interested in the Seth side where what happens in november like what happens at survivor series that takes him out is that the first time we mentioned he's like hey he's got coronavirus he's gotta go <laughs> like that's how he's like i don't know what to do with you man you got coronavirus we're gonna yeah,
1: call Seth. like you hey seth i think um i think a good thing for your your gimmick would be to come out with your baby at wrestlemania it's the second coming of Jesus Christ. We'll do it. <laughs> Dude, honestly, they could build that. They could build <laughs> they, that like they could. But I want to switch gears real quick. Um, talk about more of the wrestling side. Obviously, congratulations to Seth Rollins and Becky yeah. Lynch. Um, it's going to be a big shakeup, like we were just talking about, because of all the like, stuff. Are we feeling effects right now? Even like, is that, yeah, like is it's it, is that. Like my next question, Asuka. Asuka is the new champ. We have to you know give her credit where credit is due. She won the Money in the Bank tournament. Um, I think is the women's 100%. Did someone ever not win with that b- before? I think every yeah. person who's held that is, has won the world, well, the women's title, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so it was going to happen one way or another in my mind. Um, it, and it just automatically, like I said, a double turn. Asuka seems like a face now, you know, yeah. if she was a heel, she would have probably kicked Becky Lynch in the gut. And <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that was... pa- what did the mist?
2: That, that's what Punk said. Yeah, Punk said to, to get that nuclear heat, man. Like, um, to, to nuclear, do that. It's, it's she would have had
1: to be deported to Japan because people <laughs> would try to attack
0: her. <laughs> it would have been a feud for when Becky came back. There would have been one waiting.
1: Yeah. And it it would have...
0: Asuka could have lost the title by then, and and you didn't need the title at that point. You wanted revenge for, you know, yeah. what Becky was trying to do as a, as a nice moment, got ruined by hate.
1: Well... It didn't yeah. happen. And, and, you know, opportunity missed. But but at the same time, opportunity gained because now Baszler didn't want anything to do with that backstage. You know, Man, oh, that was, that she was, the best. She was that like, was suck. Bye. <laughs> and, 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 and like the great thing about it is, I, even Becky said it. Asuka's really the only one that beat her throughout this whole thing, yep. throughout this whole title reign. She took the SmackDown title off of her. And, you know, obviously, it's like kind of a passing of the torch, which is kind of odd because I feel like Asuka's older than Becky, but that's pretty much how how it's felt. Like Asuka's the new number one in the women's division, obviously because she's the Raw Women's Champion, and um,
2: uh, she she's literally someone mentioned online. Uh, it may have been WWE on Fox. Like she is the goat. Who? Oh, Asuka? Asuka, yeah, she's literally done everything a woman could do in WWE. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't think she's the goat, but she's she's pretty important in the women's division. She she's kept it afloat more than once on her own. I mean, that elimination chamber match itself was garbage until her and uh, Baszler locked up because it was like, yeah. okay, that she actually can you know fight her.
2: Um, but it's just like when we talk about in in that sense, like it, it's hard not to mention at least her for top five or top three even because of uh, just straight up accomplishments. NXT, uh, like NXT, SmackDown, Brawl. Women's Tag, Royal Rumble, and now Money in the Bank. Like Char- Char- Charlotte Flair has entered the chat.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've done. I've Boy, done everything. I have done, that Oscar's done is be a women's tag team champion. Other than that, yeah, she's pretty much done everything.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just really impressive, I and mean, I, I think uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's weird that it was a passing of the torch, but it was just passing of like, hey, you're the top spot now, and, and the women have have been. Uh, the forefront of WWE in, for a long time. I mean, honestly, like, I, 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 look at, we have the WWE, like, now having Drew as WWE champion feels equal footing. Like, Raw feels like equal footing. Asuka, e- even when Becky, before she relinquished the title on Monday, um, having Becky and Drew as champions was like, yeah, no, this this finally feels even. Like, the, it feels like the men are finally catching back up. Like, we have someone who's charismatic like Becky was. Who looks strong like Becky was like? They're in a good
1: spot. All their champions are proper champions. There's not one champion, I mean, except for like the twenty four seven champion that I can think of that I'm like this guy isn't proven in the ring. So I, you know, I, I think, uh, I think they're fine with their champions.
2: Yeah, I, I mean it's good. I, I, it was. I, mean, talk, I just like Monday was just a crazy night, though, in, in general, just that that news breaking beforehand. I remember like texting you guys. I, I was almost disappointed that like it was ruined for me because I was tuning in no matter what. Like I'll, I'll usually try to write, like catch a recap or like watch pieces like after the show is aired. And this is the first time in a long time. I would love to know what the numbers did for like the first like 20 minutes of Raw because like I tuned in and I haven't tuned in live in a very long time for Raw. And usually if there's nothing to do, like, I'll turn it on. And then, like, oh, my God, I'll just watch it now instead of watching it later. But, like, this was, like, we were doing stuff. I just noticed that, like, no one was in the living room at the time. I was like, I'm going to turn this on. Like, I need to know what's going on. And then I cried like a baby.
1: Well, some, some quick <laughs> tips before um, my timer runs out here. Um, the Iconics have returned. They're oh, facing man. Alexa but- um Nikki Cross was so for the happy.
2: And it's so weird um, that Peyton Royce has her husband's uh contacts in. Yeah. You guys notice that? Like she's wearing the same yeah. contact that John does. I, I did I did not notice that. that that's I weird. Like, um, I,
1: I, I, good good for the women's tag team division, yes or no?
2: Yes. Yes. I mean good good for the women's tag team division, good for Raw in general. I love the iconics. I'm an iconic saying. They're hilarious. They are hilarious. Yes. Very, very Eric cool. on the mic. Yeah. Yeah, on the mic, they get close to being in the team. I love, don't get me wrong, I love that chicken shit heel. Like, I love that character. Like, I love that, like, like when Billy would, like, run away from Asuka and things like that. Just all that shit is hilarious to me. I love it, too. But they also were, like, credible heels. Like, you would believe that they could actually win titles and be as champions, yeah. They're they're just, they ooze charisma. They're really good in the ring. Um, and they're hilarious. I'm that like other, that's like like Becky being pregnant, relinquishing the title, Oscar win is like definitely number one story. Number two for me, even like Seth doing whatever, his continued storyline. Number two for me was like the iconics are back. Like, this is so exciting to finally see them back.
1: Yeah, and uh, my last point was basically Seth Rollins, um, him snapping. Um, I guess that you know, and I didn't want to really integrate that within the Becky Lynch. Topic because his character is so 180 from what you know that moment is. So you know, he pretty much looked like he popped Rey Mysterio's eyeball out of his socket.
2: Um (laughs) yeah, I I don't know where where's that going with that storyline? Because like he's crazy. I mean because because of the baby, or is it because no,
1: I don't I mean you could add that you could add that if you want to, but (laughs) I I think I think I think the continued losses and then the fact that he has no more faction, like when he saw Buddy Murphy come back, it was like Thank you, Jesus Christ, who he's supposed to be. And he's like, I finally have somebody to help me, you know? And then he gets thrashed by, by everybody.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, that match, too. Let's talk about that. that was, for me, just uh, I know we're, we're done with the bell, but I just wanted to talk about that Drew and uh, Seth match from Sunday. Man, that was. if you go back and watch Money in the Bank, that's, that's the match to watch, man. That that was my match of the night. That that was.
0: Not only that, but you had them shake hands at the end of the match. You know, Drew McIntyre demanded shake my hand. You know, and yeah, yeah man, and you're man. like, oh well, where's this going? And then the next night, you see Seth Rollins popping out Ray's eye, and you're like, okay, well, <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> he's crazy. That's what, that's what I'm thinking that they could play it off to that it's because of his loss to Drew. He's just like sick and of tired of losing, like like Nick said. I don't I don't think it's gonna be played off the pregnancy thing. The only thing that in my brain played it off to the pregnancy thing was because like what did Ray, Ray said that too like congratulations right mm-hmm. so right like, did he yeah, dude, he's like yeah why is this guy being a dick or something <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah yeah um and and the very last thing um obviously uh edge and Randy Orton are headed for a match at Backlash hey, wrestling a hey, wrestling match I was just, I was, I was <laughs> just about to do it real, <laughs> quick, real quick real quick ever we'll, we'll, we'll make this real quick why, <laughs> why is it why is it that a wrestling match, the way he put it across, seemed more detrimental to Edge than a last man standing
2: match. Mark,
0: it's easy because anybody can brawl and fight, but you didn't have to put his shoulders down to the mat for three.
2: Yeah, yeah, Randy, uh, Randy did a good job of like of, of selling me on just a wrestling match. he like, I was, I, I, I tuned away at that moment and uh, I was, you know, doing dad I mean, stuff, getting yelled at. I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: You're you're using weapons. You're using the outside elements. That should be more
1: detrimental to your career than a wrestling match. Well, I,
0: I agree with you, but this is WWE, so logic goes out the door. With that said, Randy Orton needs his victory back. You know, you need to go back and forth, and mm-hmm. that's Randy, a great way to do it. I, I will still block this right now that Randy Orton wins that match. Oh and yeah, guess, for sure. Yeah. So. They, the fact is that you can have a brawl, you can have a fight, you can use weapons, but I think what they were doing was trying to say, Hey, look, you beat me in a fight, now beat me in a wrestling match. And yeah, I,
2: I and there's there's I logic that. there in the in the sense that if you remember building up to WrestleMania in the last main standing match, Randy was like, You know, you're addicted to this. Like you, you, this is your addiction. Like and, and so it's almost like he's baiting like like a like a drug addict, like you did this, but Can you beat me in a wrestling ring? Like this is this is your problem is that you won't stop. I
0: can almost guarantee this is going to end up with them teaming up again. I, yeah, you heard it
2: here first. Okay, this is. Honestly, (laughs) I I think you're right. I think they will team up.
1: Yeah. Uh, If he teams up, Beth Phoenix better kick him the fuck out of the house. She'll you know, RKO my wife and then you we're know, tag team. I'm just yeah. gonna go drink oh.
2: beers afterwards.
1: Maybe after like a year, but in no seeable future, they're gonna be a tag team. Yeah, and you <laughs> know what?
2: The landscape at WWE now too. I remember mentioning when Edge initially came back and we were having this. I was I, I was a pick for Edge winning the title within this new I think I think he's still win the title in this run, but I, I don't see it happening now. Like Drew is so over. He's so charismatic, man. Like he's such a. It, it's so refreshing. These past two years, we've had WWE champions because it's that specific belt. Be so charismatic, so booked correctly, so like every and have it put in on banger matches. Like, and and, and we're in what month two of Drew's uh, title yeah. run. He just you needs more, more credible team. like opponents and that'd be great. And that that's fine. But like hopefully I mean, last, huh? last year was booked so well until October from WrestleMania to October. And he was credible, he was charismatic. Like he was he was the epitome of the WWE champion. And now we have that again in Drew after a little hmm. break between Brock <laughs> from October to now. You know, we had Brock kind of being Brock, but now. We have Drew in that same position holding this belt up and, and being charismatic, being great in the ring, uh, and, and like those 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 moments just like shake my hand, be a man, shake my hand. Like you you I was a better man, but you did great. Like shake my hand. Like he doesn't look like weird as a face. Like faces are always book weird in WWE, it seems like, especially when they're champions, but those two are the ones that stick out, like they, they seem credible. It seems logical. They seem competitive.
1: Definitely. Um, so I guess we'll just jump into our closing thoughts. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to talk about for this week? The only thing I can think of for me is pretty much um, continue to watch The Taker's Last Ride uh, documentary. It's, it's very, very good. Uh, supposedly, ep- episode two is a lot more somber and a lot more direct in terms of how his Life outside of the ring is, and you know who Mark Calloway really is, and how much he sacrificed. So I'm very intrigued to see this. Um You know, I'm a sucker for docu- sports documentaries. I'm a sucker for so. I-, I suggest anybody that's listening to our podcast to go out and watch that because that will give you a clear insight of how the you know the wrestling world really works. It's not all you know sunshine and fireworks. Yeah, I agree,
0: Nick. That, that not only was the uh, first episode very well done, but it kind of put. You know, he's, he's a guy that didn't let people get into his private life, and I agree 100%. Uh, more or less, my closing thought would be that this Wednesday night, um, a wrestling purist dream will occur. I don't know what they have planned. It was probably pre-taped. But Arn Anderson and Jake The Snake Roberts in the ring face-to-face to build up that match at double or nothing between Cody and Lance Archer. Uh, I, I can almost assure that it's going to be gold. Yeah. So, know, uh, yeah, two of the best talkers in the business in the ring. I'm looking forward to that.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think we can look forward to AEW's continued, uh, not dominance, but like continued build toward this amazing pay per view that we have coming up in Double or Nothing. And they I mean, seem you can to...
1: say you can say dominance. They've only lost like two weeks in, ever.
2: That's true. Yeah, and I mean. It, it's it almost feels weird that like i feel like every week we're like man AEW's doing amazing man AEW's doing amazing but like i feel it needs to be noted like they really are doing amazing like their continued like reliance on the sports aspect of wrestling um the storylines have been built pretty well i they don't treat us dumb as fans and i think it does honestly feel like a collaborative effort between the wrestlers writers like all like that. I, th- I think we we're really lucky to have AEW, especially in these times right now. I think they're kind of like a like a beacon in the fog.
1: Well, they are. They are. You know, what WWE is as a sports entertainment is what AEW is as a pro wrestling mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. product. That that that's a, they say it all the times. I guarantee you that. They fucking their the hairs on their arms stand up and the back of their neck stand up every time they can say pro wrestler because when they say that word they say it with such pride and conviction that you're like you know what I I understand why they jump ship I understand why they're here you know I, I understand the product that I'm watching I'm not watching someone who's trying to entertain me I'm watching people who are wrestlers.
0: Very well said, Nick, and I, I think that's the way to end the show because um, we are a fan of pro wrestling. We're a fan of sports entertainment as well, but uh, I think seeing a change more towards pro wrestling is a very fresh welcome. Yes. For Carlos, Nick, I am Mark. We thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week on The Entrance Ramp. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Entrance Ramp Podcast. Please like us on Facebook at the Entrance Ramp Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the Entrance Ramp Pod. And subscribe to us on YouTube by searching for the Entrance Ramp Podcast. We'll see you next
1: time.